2: Welcome, Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Into Tomorrow broadcast for the weekend of Friday, June 4th, 2021, during our 26th year, bringing you the latest in consumer tech. I am Dave Graveline. I am Chris Graveline. Make sure that you visit us at intotomorrow.com at your earliest convenience, but of course at your leisure. Hopefully you bookmark us and visit frequently because we've got a couple new things up there for you to see. We want to share with you a very cool, what we think anyway, let us know what you think, video about a brand new SUV. SUV the all-new 2022 version of the Acura MDX. And we only had it for a week, so we had to (laughs) drive the heck out of it, you know, kind of like you do a rental car. Yeah, I hope Acura is not listening to that part. <laughs> They're going to say, oh, so that's why it's uh, driven like a rental car. Yeah. But we put a lot of miles on it. Chris and I drove to the Keys from Miami. We, we did all sorts of stuff. But we shot a lot of video, and we show you some of the really cool tech in this new car. And no, it's not a hybrid. It's not an EV, whatever. But it's a cool vehicle. And my last two vehicles were MDXs. So I have. I'm partial to them as a vehicle. I like them. Um, I don't know if I can afford this one. You know, it starts at fifty-four dollars or $55,000, and the one I want is almost 70000 Yikes.
1: Yeah, you so, have to remind yourself, you work in radio.
0: Yeah. So do I want it or do I need it? I, I just want it. I don't need it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with my older MDX still driving. But if I win the lottery, maybe I'll get a new one. Because I would look for something like this. Anyway, do check it out at intotomorrow.com. Let us know what you think. And if there's anything in particular you think we should do for you that you'd like to see into tomorrow. We'll see if we can work on either other vehicles or other products or things just to, to share with you. And in addition to that, this week we launch our brand
1: new 26th year version of the big giant cool into tomorrow hot summer giveaway. You have to do it with more expression. The cool into tomorrow. I can't do Nobody it because it of like my vocal cords, but you can say well, hit, hit your sound box. Don't you have it in your sound box? No, my sound yeah. box is, is being operated on. No, the sound box in front of you that we pay good money for. Wait, the sound yeah. box? Is, I <laughs> call it a sound box. But you
0: t- wait, are you, t- are you talking about just this thing? The cool into tomorrow hot summer. Summer giveaway. Yes, nobody that? can. Nobody can duplicate that. Oh, well, thanks. Let's hope I can again after this surgery. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, this is the last time, other than next week's best of. But stay tuned because Chris is going to do some current stuff at the beginning of each hour, and then we're doing best of. Yes, you are. Don't be. Don't be. Our audience deserves it, and deserves you. And then uh, two uh, weeks it's from today, deep in here. it is. And then two weeks from today, hopefully, I'm back
3: on air, on air. online, on now. On, now.
0: Uh-huh. on now. Okay. I hope I won't sound like her. <laughs> but You might. Oh God! Now, see, now you're making me nervous about the surgeon <laughs> that's going to be cutting
1: into my throat. I <laughs> chihuahua. Wow. So last week we talked about Discovery merging with Warner Media. Uh, they've now announced a new name for the combined company, and it's a clever one: clever Warner uh, Brothers Discovery. No, it's not at all clever. I think it's
0: goofy because, my gosh, that's the best they could come up with? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's clever at all.
1: Well, you know, now they they didn't have a new name obviously prepared when they made the announcement, but Discovery CEO David Zaslav will be in charge of the merged group. Now, Warner Media is by far the bigger of the two companies though, with around three times the 2020 revenue and a roster of iconic characters and properties, which I guess explains why Warner Brothers is first in the name.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> and the CEO said that the name is meant to evoke the company's focus on storytelling exemplified by the nearly century-old Warner Brothers Studios. Yes.
1: And didn't I hear that like the at and not the at t but the Warner Media CEO basically threw a temper tantrum and says, well, why aren't I going to be in charge? And then left the company.
0: Yeah. Or, yeah. You know. I, I heard the same thing. Now, yeah, who where? knows? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cry baby, baby. Cry baby much. <laughs> uh, who knows? Who knows? Instagram said that the ability to hide like counts on all posts in a user's feed, as well as on their own posts, is now available to everyone on Instagram, with Facebook to be added in the coming weeks. Of course, they're owned by the same company. If users opt out of sharing public like counts on their posts, viewers will be able to see a list of who liked the post, but not the number of likes it got. So they're assuming you can't count.
4: Yeah which is kind of stupid.
0: The person who posted the photo will still be able to see the number of likes, even if it's not displayed publicly. The project, which puts the decision about likes in the hands of the company's global user base, had been in development for years, but was deprioritized due to the COVID-19 pandemic and the response work required on Facebook's part. Who cares? I noticed the other day, though, one of my Instagram posts had liked by one person. Oh, nice. But then I clicked on it and it showed a whole bunch more likes. And I went, well, okay. Well, why'd they pick that one person? Happened to be a listener that I know of because they've participated. And I thought, well, that's nice. But all the other
1: likes weren't identified. Oh. So I didn't know if you liked it or not. Well, you're not on Instagram. I don't get any likes so. on Instagram. That's because you're not on it. I, I know. I, I remember my, my last Instagram post was October of, I think, 2019. And it was a, a, a meme saying that, I, you know, I, I adore my, my abs so much that I protect them with a layer of fat. <laughs> that was my last Instagram post. <laughs> Appropriately so. Yes. Tiffany in Chandler, Texas,
0: listens on KTBB AM and FM. Hey, Tiffany, welcome into tomorrow.
3: Why is it that my Galaxy S7, my camera on there. It's
2: not really taking the best pictures, and I can't figure out how to get it to take better pictures like it used to.
0: Well, Tiffany, we can't really say without knowing what's wrong with the pictures you've been taking recently. It could be anything from the physical lens itself to maybe a software update or a change in the specific app you're using. Without knowing exactly what's wrong, we'd suggest trying maybe other camera apps. There are plenty out there, and many offer much more in-depth settings and more filters than others. Now, another thing is make sure your lens is clean. Use a good lens cleaning cloth or something like I mean, I don't know what you mean by not taking the best pictures anymore, but if they're fuzzy or out of focus or cloudy, it could be something as simple as that.
1: Yeah, now it's also possible that an update has changed either the settings available to you or even just the default settings, and you're seeing a change in quality. For example, Samsung is very aggressive about HD some people like it, other people think it makes the colors and backgrounds look unnatural. If that setting was suddenly turned off, you'd definitely notice a difference. In fact, if you don't want to try other camera apps, at least check that setting in your stock camera app. If HDR was turned off intentionally or unintentionally, your colors will look more normal and less vivid. Yeah. Now that may in and of itself be the best way to go. Uh,
0: so Tiffany, let us know either more info, what do you mean by they're not taking good pictures, what's not good about them, and we'll do a little more digging for you or let us know if one of our suggestions made the difference and you're back to taking good picks all the way we hope into tomorrow.com
4: deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero copays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. 800-901-5093 and let Best MedCare do the work for you.
0: Now in our 26th year on the air, bringing you further into tomorrow, I'm Dave Graveline as we cover the latest in consumer technology, including products, gadgets, gizmos, software, websites, apps, whatever the case, available today and into tomorrow. Most importantly, other than thanking you for tuning in, we want to thank you in advance for calling in, for participating on the program because you make the show. Your questions, your comments, your help for other listeners, all of that is what we thrive on. So do please consider anytime 24 seven doesn't have to be right now when you're hearing us on the radio or watching our videos or the streams or podcasts, whatever, however you get into tomorrow. But anytime convenient to you, you can call the following toll free number, 800 800- 899-INTO 1-800-899-4686 and there's even a new way to participate when you visit us at intotomorrow.com on the right hand side no matter what device you're on computer, laptop uh, your phone, your tablet whatever the case little red button on the side that says ask Dave with a microphone so you can ask us anything and we'll address it on the very next program We do want to hear from you. Our next guest is with a nonprofit organization focused on understanding and addressing media's impact on child development. So if you're a parent or a grandparent or a child, for that matter, this is very important. Our guest is the founder and president of Children and Screens, the Institute for Digital Media and Child Development, Dr. Pam Hurst-Della Pietra. Dr. Pam, welcome into Tomorrow. How are you?
3: Very well, thank you, Dave. Uh, thanks for the invitation.
0: It's a pleasure to have you with us. Where are you joining us from?
3: Uh, I'm joining you from Long Island, New York.
0: Oh, Long Island. Very good. Well, glad to have you with us. And I mentioned in your introduction that uh, all parents and grandparents, especially, need to pay attention to the kinds of important information that you impart. Tell me first a little bit about the Institute, the organization itself, and then we'll get into some of the details.
3: Sure. I founded uh, Children and Screens, the Institute of Digital Media. Child Development in 2013 and has since become uh, one of the nation's leading uh, conveners, uh, curators of scientific information, and we on the subject of children and digital media. Uh, so we advance research on the topic and uh, we educate the public as we're doing today, and we also advocate for sound public policy in this arena. So that's some of what we do. And since the p- pandemic began, we've been busier than ever. Oh, uh, I can imagine. Trying to help parents through this really you know, challenging and difficult time. Uh, we're really glad that you know, your, uh, your viewers are here. People can check out our tips and our webinars. Uh, we have just given, I think, our 30th webinar since the pandemic began. Wow. And happy to hear from from anybody who has any questions at info at childrenandscreens.com.
0: Okay, terrific. Of course, keeping children safe, whether it be during a pandemic, but certainly all the time, yet still giving them room to grow. I know it's, it's kind of one of your mission statements.
3: Yes. With the advent of these devices, uh, I think a lot of parenting has been disrupted uh both as parents are more involved with their screens as well as, as well as their children sometimes we have to really think about uh you know the extent to which a parent has control over what uh content and uh devices their children have and um so uh sometimes you know parents have relinquished some of this to the kids to their own devices, so to speak.
0: Yeah. Uh, When is it that a parent can feel comfortable, if you will, uh, kind of allowing their children, at what age, basically, I'm asking, uh, to introduce devices into the child's life if the child hasn't already managed to do so on their own?
3: I would say that it really does depend on the age, and uh, it really depends on the child, the age, uh, their unique uh, characteristics, uh, their developmental stage, uh, and of course, you know the family's values. So you could think about this in terms of like a car. You uh, you do everything you can, you know, when the child's born to keep the child very safe and secure. And you, uh, for example, you would have a, a car seat. When, you know, you're bringing the baby back from the hospital Mm -hmm. and then eventually booster seat, sitting in the back seat and then the front seat and then eventually driving the car, right? And it's really graduated in a graduated fashion, right? And to that extent, you really need to be able to give kids the rules of the road, starting from really a young age. And as the children get older, if you feel that and you watch them and you feel that they're handling these devices responsibly in the way that you care about and that they have self-control you might want to give them a little bit more leeway but you know I wouldn't necessarily give a child their own device yeah uh, I would keep it uh, for as long as I could and um, of course for some kids it is a rite of passage but uh, you know in terms of introducing, the digital media. That's going to be up to each individual parent. It could be showing a little one uh, a show, an educational show at age two. For some, it's four. You know, for Hmm. some, it's five. It really depends.
0: So it's not so much of giving them a device at four or five years old as it is being able to introduce them to a, a tablet or a phone to watch a show that they may be interested in. Uh, But I hear parents kind of screaming in my head saying, okay, but if my child's kind of average, you know, nothing special, uh, but they're, they're, they're hanging in there with other kids. At what age has the institute even come up with saying on average, you know, at what age do, do we introduce, most parents introduce a phone to them or a tablet or some sort of device that Uh, We can then talk, of course, momentarily about how much time they should spend on it. But at what point is it appropriate uh, for a child to even have their own phone?
3: Right. Well, um, that, again, is also a personal issue. Some people uh, believe that kids should wait until 8th, let's say, eighth grade wow. before being given a phone. There's a lot of different considerations and, you know, in terms of safety, uh, for example. Um, so some parents want their child to be, you know, in contact with with them. And so they would really want some kind of device and you can have uh, what's called a dumb phone if you want the child to be able to be in contact with you. So not necessarily full control over the internet. It really depends on uh, what kind of controls you'd like to have set up on the devices, what the need is, as I said, what the developmental stages and what, you know, this child's peers are doing. So for example, sometimes, uh, if, if all of the kids in, in a child's school, uh, has an iPhone, you know, there's going to be a time when the parent needs to decide whether or not they will allow, uh, their, uh, child or their teen to have, uh, have a phone as well. But it really has to do with working with the co-parent and discussing what is your values with regard to technology use and, and also trying to model consistency your your values consistently uh, in the home. So, for example, if the parents, you know, value their kids spending a lot of time outdoors, let's say in an unplugged way, then maybe the parents should, you know, try to model this behavior. If they would like uh, the child not, you know, to, to be sort of front and center when the parent is talking with them, maybe they also could put their devices down, when they are speaking with the child and maybe not walk in the front door talking on the phone mm-hmm. or, um, you know, kind of trying to limit, uh, the parents use of the devices to times when, uh, the, 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 the little one, let's say has gone to sleep, uh, or something like that. Of course, we understand that a lot of parents are, are working it from home right now. Sure. But, you know, as I mentioned, or, I alluded, the absolute, you know, minimum age would be two. uh, And the American Academy of Pediatrics uh, sort of is consistent with that. Of course, you know, there are always exceptions, uh, Dave, uh, with respect to communicating with grandma in Florida (laughs) over over Zoom or Skype or what have you, right? Or if you want to see a moving picture, a giraffe in Africa, uh, something like that. Uh, where that, uh, you know, where the parent is being very mindful.
0: Right. It sounds when you were talking about if all the other kids in their class, for example, at whatever grade they're in, uh, already have a phone, doesn't have to be an iPhone, but a smartphone, uh, <laughs> doesn't have to have a piece of fruit on it to be a good piece of electronics. Just want to point that out. Uh, but it sounds like peer pressure, but it's peer pressure for the parents uh, more so than the child. I mean, sure, they're thinking, yeah, maybe they're even want to, wanting to say, well, I have one, but I have to keep it at home just to kind of cover themselves, if you will, because of that peer pressure. We're going to take a quick break and continue our discussion with Dr. Pam Hurst Della Pietra. She is the founder and president of Children and Screens Institute of Digital Media and Child Development. You want to visit Children and Screens while you're also visiting intotomorrow.com. Stay tuned.
2: Guys, by now, you've heard the great news. If you've wanted to try Viagra or Cialis, but were worried about the price, Blue Pills Direct can finally give you the results you've been looking for. Why pay almost $15 per pill when you can get the same results you need for only $2 per pill? That's right. Call today and receive 50 blue pills or 50 yellow pills for only $99. That's only $2 per pill and saves you almost $500 from your local pharmacy. Why wait? Call 888-914-4247 today and finally have those breathtaking toe-curling moments again and again. Call 888-914-4247 right now and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Just call 888-914-4247. That's 888-914-4247. Call 888-914-4247.
0: We're back bringing you further into tomorrow, talking with the founder and president of Children and Screens, Institute of Digital Media and Child Development, Dr. Pam Hurst de Pietra. How do you recommend that parents first approach the kids and say, all right, I think you're old enough. I think you can be responsible, but we're going to have some parental controls. How does a parent speak to their child about that uh, and get that conversation going uh, so that maybe you break it to them gently, but there's going to be rules?
3: Yes, I think that, you know, what you're saying is very true. It's also how the kids communicate today. A lot of kids are communicating via social media. So that's something that parents really also need to consider in terms of the pressure on them, but in sort of talking about the the conversation, I think the first thing to do would be to evaluate what what your challenges may be uh, before you even get into it. Are, are what are we actually going to be talking about today? For example, uh, are you going to talk about sort of what times of days the children you would like your kids to be on the screens? Absolutely. Or sometimes, when do I feel frustrated? About when my kids are on the screen instead of being with me, is it okay to play video games? And what time? What kind of video games? What what video games are aligned with my values? Mm-hmm. And you know, as uh, you know, what's worried me about you could think about like what's worried uh, uh, me about my kids' uh, digital media use over the couple, you know, last couple of weeks. So first is kind of internalizing, looking inward about you know what is it that bothers you as a parent. And, um, you know, you can also think about, you know, what do I know about various consequences of using digital media? Um, we have lots of information on our website at www.childrenandscreens.com. You know, different different questions are going to matter to different families. This conversation would sort of lead into, hopefully, a family media plan. Uh, sort of cut and pasting the the sections that really matter to a parent themselves uh, or parents themselves. But it also, I think, should be done, especially with older children, really in a, a joint fashion so that they, they feel like they have agency. They feel like they're buying into whatever has been decided. And there's going to be a lot more you know, sort of uh, they'll follow whatever they themselves have you know have created and planned but you know make sure that to start with that everyone's well rested well fed and calm then you can have start having the conversation and sort of as i mentioned you you want to discuss with them like when are they going to use their devices for entertainment versus homework Versus connection. So that's kind of how I divide these things up. And, you know, how long are kids spending on on various platforms? What uh, they enjoy about it? Uh, What concerns you about it? What concerns them about it? In terms of healthy use of it, what do you feel is healthy use of the devices? And when do you feel like it gets unhealthy? Like, for example, if they have it in their bedrooms and they're waking up in the middle of the night to respond to a streak or to be gaming um, and then their impulse control uh, situations with respect. I know this is a long answer here, but uh, there's, you know, when when is it that they're going to check their phones? So, for example, a lot of kids are checking their phones between like 40 and 180 times uh, a day. Wow.
0: And, of course, yeah. parents probably are checking their phones, aside from work-related checking, almost as many times, if not more so, depending on how addicted we get to anti-social media. Uh, and, and I'm guessing this next uh, question probably pertains uh, to various age groups as well, but do you guys uh, recommend uh, parental monitoring apps? And if so, uh, what features should a parent look for? Uh, if they're monitoring their kids' activities,
3: uh-huh. so um, it really there are a lot of there are a lot of concerns to take into account uh, with respect to the monitoring apps. We don't necessarily recommend any in particular, but um, there's a lot out there. And for example, there's an expert in online safety whose name is Caroline Bunting, who you know talks about four specific qualities, and they are uh, control, coverage. Uh, specific, you know, simplicity and value. And so, you know, in terms of these, um, you know, sort of, you know, with respect to the control, you want to specify, you know, various uh, uh, limits for certain activities and certain websites, right. Rather than enforcing blanket cutoff times um, and manage the devices uh, that do not uh, require an apps that don't require internet access and in terms of coverage, um, you also want might want to think about multi-device usage. Uh, so you can address that with some of the apps in terms of multi-platform. So it's not just, you know, blocking YouTube. It's blocking, you know, other, it's blocking things on, you know, people have, kids have so many different devices depending on the circumstances. Right. Of course, some kids have only, let's say, one device. But, you know, it's common in, in today's family life that you know, a child could have a, a laptop and a, a cell phone and a desktop, for example, um, maybe an iPad, right? Yeah. So you want to try to try to think about that. And then in terms of simplicity, sort of uh, coming up with uh, sort of simple solutions instead of something that requires a lot of a lot of work on your part, and a lot of work on your child's part, and then you know the value of it. So if it means that your child's constantly coming to you and saying I can't get onto my website for this or that, and or if there's if it's creating a lot of arguments with your children, you know maybe you have to go back and you know have that family discussion again. Sure, because we certainly don't want to create uh, tension. Uh, we want to alleviate that
0: Right. And there's so much more that we want to get into, but we are way over time. So we'll just have to get you back again sometime soon. But in the meantime, I invite our audience, of course, to visit childrenandscreens.com. We'll get you there when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Come and check out the video of the interview with Dr. Pam. And Dr. Pam Hurst-Della Pietra is the founder and president of Children and Screens Institute of Digital Media and Child Development. Could you have made that any longer? Uh, but it's easy to get online childrenandscreens.com you can remember that because it's very important thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us
3: thank you very much Dave it's been a real pleasure
0: our pleasure as well again Children and screens. Dot com. Visit us at Intotomorrow.com and we'll get you there. And you'll see what Dr. Pam and her team are up to. We're back with more as Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline right here on the Advanced Media Network.
4: This is Cameron Graveline. I bet that you have a question about
0: anything involving consumer tech. Or maybe you want to help another one of our listeners with your experience with a similar problem. Or maybe you'd like to congratulate us for being on the air and tell us what you liked or didn't like most about technology. Call me anytime
4: at 800-899-N2.
0: Thank you, Cameron. I like how he's always saying, call me, you know, call him. But you're calling him
1: and Chris and I, among other things. By the way, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available wherever you live or work. Text RADIO to 35000 to get more information. Wow. It's time for our E-Bow History Festival.
3: IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world.
4: Here's Chris Graveline. IFA
0: history.
1: Line. Unfortunately, history this year. But next year, we're back. This year it is history. Next year, they make history. There you go. Yeah. When tech is back. Yes. In 1966, an international conference authorized the European formats PAL and CCAM. And it was in 1967 at the 25th IFA in Berlin when the German Chancellor Willy Brand pressed the button to launch color television in Germany.
4: I know nothing,
1: nothing! The communist Eastern Germany started two years later but used the French CCAM system to keep their citizens from watching West Germany's color TV, their favorite, but illegal, source of information and entertainment. Only big, expensive screens were available in color and content very slowly made the transition to color. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by messe berlin be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com i think we shall do that
0: and again keep in mind if you're looking to escape because after this year and a half we're all looking to escape well plan a trip to berlin next september 2022 and join us since the general public is invited in this show unlike ces where you're not allowed well at ifa in berlin The public is allowed, and you get the first look at all the cool new tech and home appliances being introduced at IFA. Trust me, it's a great show. You'll love it, and Berlin is an awesome city, so that'll be very cool. And if because you're one of our listeners, if you go, let us know, and we'll invite you over to our broadcast booth and uh, offer you a free beverage, even an adult beverage if you'd like, because they
1: stock us with beer, it's Germany after all. It it is, in fact.
0: The cool into tomorrow hot summer giveaway. OMG, we have that summer giveaway going, and we got great items to share with you that have already arrived that we're gonna start sending out with your phone calls. We want to hear you on the show. Mention two or three items. When you hear them and when you call in that you might like, no promises, no guarantees, but we'll do our best to get at least one of them to you that would be helpful to you,
1: like maybe... From Vox Electronics, we've got Vox Power System, emergency installed battery backup system for your vehicle, and a high-res in-vehicle digital smart TV overhead monitor system. That thing's valued at $700. Yikes. Do you have an
0: Android device? Perhaps a phone? Perhaps an Android tablet? Well, we've got promo codes for lifetime subscriptions to their very cool TypeWise custom
1: keyboard for Android devices. Just mention it we can probably get you one. From Viper, a color OLED two-way security and remote start system catalysts and a bunch of stuff as they typically do, including Total Protection Cases for
0: AirPods Pro, Influence Series Rugged Cases for iPhone 12 Pro Maxes, and Total Protection Series Rugged Cases for various iPhone 12 models.
1: From LFO, we've got several of their eClip baby car seat alarms giving peace of mind to busy parents.
0: Yes, and don't forget your child. This will not let you forget your child in the back seat or your grandchild, or otherwise. From Tivic Health, they sent us several of their clear-up microcurrent devices to relieve congestion
1: from cold, flu, and allergies with carrying cases, I might add. Check that out. Yamaha is back this year with an EAD-10 drum module, transforms acoustic drum sounds with studio-quality digital effects, and their sonogenic keytar, enabling playing without wrong notes. robo providing a $700 S6 Max-V robotic
0: vacuum, true vision, and smarter action. And what do you have to do to
1: qualify for any of these goodies? It's very simple. You just have to participate on the show, allowing us to hear your voice. That means not sending us an email. I mean, we we take emails, but... To qualify, just call us at 800 899 INTO, that's 800 899 4686, or use our free Into Tomorrow app for iOS and Android. There's a message to studio button, or you can stop by our site and there's a, an Ask Dave button with a little microphone that you can participate that way, and that's at intotomorrow.com. We couldn't make it any easier, really. We've tried so many ways to just make it your convenience.
0: Click on this, this, or that and participate. We just want to hear you on the show. And if you do send an email, we'll still try to get to it periodically. But hearing you qualifies you for the summer giveaway. Here's an email (laughs) from Kathleen in Anchorage, Alaska. We hope you'll call next time. She listens on AM 700 KBYR.
1: And I think that's my favorite call letter for one of our affiliates, KBYR in Alaska. You know, Burr K Burr. Wouldn't that know. be K B R R? I don't know. But I, you see that, and I think Burr, Alaska. Okay, K Burr. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kathleen says I inadvertently swiped when I meant to close a text to my friend. uh Oh, since then her name now shows up at the top of the text screen instead of mine. How do I? How did I do that? And how do I fix it? <laughs> well, Kathleen, it sounds like you
0: must be using an iPhone. There's your first problem. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you never know I'm an Android and Chris is an iPhoney. But iOS's messages app allows you to pin conversations to the top of your screen. And like you discovered, you can do that by swiping from left to right. To unpin a conversation, just hold your finger over the friend's image and a preview of the text thread will open with a few options below it. One of those options will be unpin.
1: Just tap on that, and her name will go back to the list below. Yeah, when they introduced this feature, I put it on my phone. I figured this actually might be cool because I'll keep my normal conversations, the ones I use the most at the top. I hated it. I immediately unpinned. I think I used it for 24 hours, if that. I just didn't like it. Now, see, on my Android, when I want to message somebody, I have at the top, recents.
0: So, of course, you and your sister and a couple of others are all there always
1: because I text you the most. But – or I could just go through my list or search or what have you. Of course, it helps that I'm antisocial and I only have a handful of people I text anyway, so I don't have a long list to go through. Yeah, you don't have any friends or anything. Hey,
0: (laughs) well, join us at intotomorrow.com.
4: Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone.
0: Here's another fun into tomorrow tech tidbit for you that you can use around the water cooler, even if you don't go to the office these days. 40% of American couples these days meet online. I never would have thought it was that many, frankly.
4: Hmm.
0: But it's maybe the last year, especially, <laughs> meeting online and carrying on a virtual relationship until they can get together. But 40% of American couples meeting online, that's more than I would have thought. Yeah. Kind That's of kind of interesting, is it not? It is. There you go. I'm
1: Dave Graveline. This is Into Tomorrow. I'm Chris Graveline, and this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys.com, providing the 24-7 stream of Into Tomorrow on our website at IntoTomorrow.com.
0: Well, sounds like it's a plan of some yes. sort there, and whatever, like we meant that. If you don't already receive our free once-a-week tech newsletter,
1: tell them why they would like to. Because it's got all sorts of helpful information. Does it have some tech news? It has some tech news. Oh, good. Yeah. It has, most importantly, this time of year, a listing of our uh, prizes in the hot summer, the, the cool into tomorrow hot summer giveaway. Thank you. Okay. I to get the name right. You do. Yeah, Otherwise exactly. Otherwise the lawyers will get mad at me. Yeah. And I will too, which yeah. is
0: more important. We've got some hmm thoughts. That make you smile.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sometimes
0: make you go, what? Yeah. Huh? That's true. (laughs) But either way, people get a kick out of the hmm thoughts and like to share some with us even.
1: What else? We tell you guests who are coming up on the show, including links to their sites, links Ah. to even the prizes we have so you can get more information. Yes. Very true. That way, when you call in to participate to tell us which prize you want, you'll have already done your research and seen what we have. And if you don't win it, then it's a
0: link to Amazon to buy the darn thing if you want. Maybe you win something different. There you go. So because we got the
1: hot summer giveaway underway, you want to participate. And we've also got Beth's tech tip each week, this week using technology to help in the job search. Oh. Save time with virtual applications and interviews and always be aware of social media being checked by potential employers. Yeah, folks,
0: if you don't think about that, a lot of employers these days or potential employers will check your social media or anti-social media. How many times are you posting drunk pics or That's things why like that? A lot
1: of uh, millennials and Gen Zers have changed their names on Facebook. They usually yes. go by like their first and middle name or something, but they don't have <laughs> Their last yeah. name for that reason <laughs> true or a made-up name altogether yeah. and then they'll
0: have a professional one where yes. they're just shown in cap and gown or yeah. something and this week 18 things you didn't know your google chromecast could do we'll give you a few tips and tricks that can make casting more magical Ooh. It's some pretty cool stuff. It's all in this week's Into Tomorrow tech newsletter that is free. It's only once a week. We don't
1: spam you. We ask only for your email address. So what do you do? Where do you put that? Into tomorrow.com. A box will pop up asking for your email address. You put it in. You'll get a confirmation link because this is a double opt-in. So again, we want to make sure that you're not being spammed. And we don't share your email address with anyone. So again, that's into IntoTomorrow.com.
2: Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7,